0: You're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Welcome back to Podiatry Marketing. I'm your host, Jim McDonald, joined as always by my trusty co-host, Tyson Franklin. Tyson, what's going on today?
1: Oh, I'm fantastic. Oh, not, not a lot today, big Jim. Just got a few weather issues at the moment. So if anybody hears a bit of <laughs> spluttering noise in the background, it's because there's a little bit of rain around at the moment. So, But it cools things down, cools the pool down, so uh yeah i look forward to the wet weather every now and then
0: hopefully it doesn't come into your office but uh we'll keep keep an eye out for it (laughs) yeah yeah you ever seen that movie uh sharknado uh i've seen the trailer and like you know off clips of it but never the the entire thing
1: (laughs) i've watched the first three and i think there's like six (laughs) movies but I, i read somewhere and this is an interesting fact for everyone listening to this i read somewhere that sharknado no matter how stupid you think it is about sharks getting caught in a tornado and thrown into your house which is ridiculous, it is the biggest grossing franchise in history. Really? Yeah, you go and Google it, go and Google it. I, I, someone told me, I oh, no, I don't believe you. so I went and Googled it and, it and it went, yeah. Because it's not just from the dumb movies, but it's the, yeah, it's the merchandise and the licensing off the back of it and games and everything else. It has just absolutely killed it. So if you're sitting there today and you think, hey, I've got this really silly idea. Remember, someone made Sharknado the movie. And someone also invented the hula hoop. <laughs>
0: there you go.
1: And made a lot of money from it. Or oh, the pool noodle. Imagine someone sitting there saying to their friends, I've got this idea. I'm going to make this long bit of foam. I'm going to call it a pool noodle. And they're going, oh, that won't work. And now they're sitting on a beach somewhere uh, in Hawaii drinking a, a Mai Tai. And uh, yeah, so I think no idea is too crazy. So we should get on to today's subject.
0: Yeah. So what are we going to jump into today?
1: I want to talk about uh, what we call promotional swag for your podiatry practice or your podiatry business. And, and swag's all these things that you have, promotional items that you give out to people. So I went and did a little bit of uh, background research on swag because I'm thinking, it was I thought swag's a really interesting name. I'd never heard, to me, going back 10 years ago, it was always just called promotional items. There was nothing more than just promotional items. And then about 10 years ago, I heard swag for the first time. So I went and looked up the word swag, and it says traditionally it means stuff we all get, which I think is pretty cool. So promotional giveaways used in marketing, but swag also derived from the word swagger, which also means cool. So when you put the two together, you want to develop swag for your podiatry practice that I think is cool. That's the idea of this particular subject, and it was So because I was going to do this talk, as I said, I did a bit of research and there was a study that was done and it said 50% of people who receive useful promotional products that can use them on a daily basis will actually are more impressed with that company and they look at that company more
0: positively. I think that uh the word useful there is really really important i oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm curious to hear what you think is useful when it comes to swag i know that i've been to my fair share of conferences and other places and i still have a bunch of pins from like 20 years ago but besides that i i, I can't think of any other piece of swag that really uh has kind of you know made the test of time or kind of lasted quite that long so
1: yeah well i've got yeah i basically actually do clean out my office the other day and i threw out a lot of stuff that's just useless so yes there, there are some swag, yeah, swags or promotional items that, look, if you're doing a really cheap crappy key ring, what, do we need another key ring? No. So if you're just throwing that in a bag or a really cheap pen, people don't want that sort of rubbish. So you want to make it useful. So some good examples would be a stubby holder or as you would call them over there, koozies, I think. You call them koozies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's For a funny. beverage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, I speak both languages. So we call them stubby holders because our beer is a stubby. But you could do uh, like cooler bags, which would be very useful. So if you had your podiatry business on the side of a cooler bag. Now, I'll talk about in a sec about who you were given to, but whether you had shirts, whether it's tote bags, I don't think we need any more coffee cups. I've got a number of mugs around the place that I've got, yeah, work smarter, not harder. I've got one from Headliner. I've got a couple of podcasting ones. So... Mugs are still useful. People don't throw mugs out. That is one good thing. So if you if you design a mug, come up with something uh, really cool. But quality water bottles, like this one I've got here from uh, Dollar Cast. It's a metal one. There we go, sound effects. And nice. so I think if you're going to do water bottles, depending on where you're going to use them, if you were going to go to a sporting event, you want to do a whole pile of those really cheap plastic ones, that's great, but no one's going to probably use them afterwards. They'll get there. People might use them on the day for water, but they're going to get tossed aside. If I went to our cupboard oh, yeah, a few years back when my daughter was still at school, probably 30 of them sitting in there. And then one day we just just tossed them all out. Yeah, they were just taking up room. <laughs> but if you've got a really good quality one, which this one is that I picked up at a conference, you will use it more often. But pens that work are also really good. And that's, i put, I want to highlight that, is pens that actually work. <laughs> Because I've received some pens from people, you get to write with them, and I've almost got RSI after writing four words. It's oh, it's just tough to write with.
0: It does the opposite, right? It has the opposite effect. If you give somebody a pen that doesn't work, and they're staring at your name, and it's either they're having to like push down so hard, or no ink is coming out, and they see your name there, it has the complete opposite effect of what why you gave the swag in the first place.
1: Yeah, so if you're gonna do pens then just make sure they're quality pens but i did uh i was going to grab a pile of things i could show them on video here of things that i'd done because i've got a lot around the place but i've done stubby holders that's how it came up the other day in uh, conversation but i used to have uh pro-arch podiatry golf balls which were fantastic uh when we went to golf events we had pro-arch podiatry hats i still have Yeah, i have uh hats for the podcast which are quite popular Uh, but we used to do wine bottles a friend recently gave me a bottle of whiskey from uh, Interstate Music when I was over in Nashville. That He went to a whiskey company, got it relabeled with his own stuff, and the whiskey was really, really nice. It's just a shame he only gave me one bottle, but it was, it was really great. <laughs> uh, but even if it's gift baskets, so the, depending on the relationship you're having, who you're giving it to, where you're using it, will determine how much money you sort of spend in this particular
0: area. No, that makes sense. I think, uh, yeah, it, you have to kind of gauge the usefulness and the kind of who, who it's going to, right? And then you can kind of figure out what price point or, you know, what makes sense for that relationship.
1: Yeah. And I love swag, especially t shirts. I'm a, and the same thing. If you're going to do t shirts, do good t shirts. Don't do these really cheap ones where you put them on and the sleeves poke out like triangles. You want those ones, yeah, you know, they sort of fit. That make you when you put it on, you look good in it. You don't put it on and go, yeah, this looks like a really cheap shirt because all that ends up happening it just becomes a rag at somebody's house and once again it has a negative effect if you produce really cheap swag but you're trying to pass off as being quality then people will notice it the other part I was going to say is the swag must be useful that's the other thing so here in cairns i live in the tropics if you want to make do swag and they're beanies for for your head probably not very useful here <laughs> Now, if I was in Ontario, it might be completely different. Beanies might be very popular. And like I said before, no one needs another key ring. So if you think about doing key rings and giving them out to people, they're going to get them, we're going to put them in the bin. And also, it sort of I think it represents the personality of your business as well. The reason we did stubby holders, or koozies as you call them, was because being in Cairns, a lot of my patients, they're beer drinkers. I knew that they would actually use them. And I can go around to a few people's places in Cairns that I know who have become friendly with who were patients back in the day. And every now and then I'll be in their bar and I see the Arch podiatry stubby holder there. And I'm like, and they always say to me, these are the best bloody stubby holders I've ever had. I said, I know, I've got six of them. And, <laughs> and I still use them all the time. That's why I was doing, I was on something last night and I was having a beer while we were talking and I actually had the ProArch stubby holder, which is what prompted this particular topic and also it's got to fit the audience that you're chasing or you're trying to connect with so if you if you look at who you want to connect with and say for example you want to connect with uh, say it was professional referrers Uh, and that's why i got here yeah think about the types of items your patients or professional referrers would use and keep around them on a daily basis that's the best thing to do if it was like and that's what we talk about the, the bigger the ticket item like a a cooler bag for example it might cost you 50 dollars to get it printed and get it done but if you put a few items in there and gave that as like a gift basket to a, a professional referrer who was referring a lot of people to you no one is going to throw out a cooler bag it just doesn't happen even if we have got 10 of them they're well, never going to throw it out
0: <laughs> no for sure like that's a, a great great item and like you said you kind of have to think about the value in exchange right if someone's sending you 10 20 patients a year um you know a 50 cooler bag is not such a big deal to kind of give no. as a, a token of your appreciation and uh to kind of remain kind of top of mind with them that show them that you do uh, you know appreciate that the patients are sending over
1: yeah and that's why we that we used to do our own wine bottles we go to a place taste a whole pot up we go and taste a, a number of wines see which one that we liked and then we would get you know, four cases of done and we would deliver them out to different places at different times. We'd also have a couple ourselves and our staff enjoyed them. But And that's the other part with your team is your team will enjoy your swag just as much as your patients and referrers. So just be aware of that, that you know, whatever your, your patients and referrers are using, your team's probably also going to like, you know, they'll like having you know, your Byzantine on a hat that they can wear out and about. And the more stuff that they have, the prouder they're gonna feel uh, about your um about your business. Which I'm gonna jump onto something. I was gonna talk about this towards the end, but now they just mentioned the team, I think I'll talk about it now. And it was about sure. improving your team culture. It says so something that I read it just said the more swag an employee can use on a day-to-day basis, the more they feel that they're part of your team or or connected with your business. And and the and research has found that uh, companies that have got a well-established culture, you know, so your your team members feel they're part of it because they're wearing your you know, business shirts and hats and and other sort of swag that you sort of develop just for your team. They said a team, or a business that's got a better team culture has something like, their staff turnover is only like 14%. Compared to a, a company that has a really bad culture, the turnover is usually 50%. But what adds to the team culture is them making them feel like they're part of the business, and swag is actually a, a way of doing that. I thought it was interesting.
0: That's an interesting study. I think you're right about it. Can kind of uh, everyone's wearing the same thing. They're all kind of pushing in the same direction, and it's almost like a uh, you know a team uniform in a way that uh, really helps them feel like they're a part of something, and they are kind of representing that brand, and they're wearing other chests that are. Maybe they have that on their head, or they are using a pen. Uh, just a constant reminder of uh, the togetherness and trying to achieve similar goals.
1: Yeah, and I remember, yeah, you know, some of the people that used to work with me, and we had lot, like, we had our work shirts, but we also had some casual shirts done. We had running hats, and I'd see photos of them online wearing wearing the hat. I'd go to their house, and they had have 52 of my pens, scattered around the house because <laughs> they'd take one home every single day. But if I was seeing it, I mean, it, means other people that were visiting their house would see them. We used to have pro-arch podiatry socks. We had, yeah, and the golf balls, most of the people that worked with me, a few, or a few of the ones that worked with me played golf. So every now and then I'd always give them a few golf balls to go and play with. And then I didn't care if they lost them because if they lose them, usually somebody else finds them, which means straight away. And I remember we'd be out on a golf course on a corporate day and every now and then I would just drop a pro-arch podiatry golf ball deliberately somewhere where I know it would be found. Because I knew that person would pick up and go, ooh, pro-arch podiatry, two feet away from better golf. So, yeah. <laughs> Which that good leads on line. to. What's that?
0: So it's a good tagline. It
1: was a good tagline. And so that leads on to how you're going to distribute your your swag once you actually have it. So it could be a local events yeah, you know, in your community. You might sponsor a certain event and you might provide yeah, fifty hats for for a particular event, or for a school, or just something that's actually happening in the community. It might be a face to face meeting that you're having with someone, and you and you leave this information or you leave the swag behind. You might post something to to that person. So if it was a say, for example, you went and got bottles of whiskey done, which you can do in every country, can do this. If you got whiskey done and it was and it was quite nice, then. Do you have a meeting with them hand-delivered hand or do you get it delivered to them somehow yeah, by a courier and all of a sudden it's like a big unveiling in their, in their reception area if it was for a professional referrer? But we had some patients. They referred so many patients to us. I mean, they were just best word-of-mouth referrers and we would always be giving them bottles. Yeah, they come in we'd give them another bottle of wine and then they would take it home and then they would take a photo of the, a bottle of wine that they got from our business um and you can also use them as incentives in in different ways
0: i think one thing about distribution uh i know in the u.s it can be a little tricky with uh like things being conceived as kickbacks to other providers so hell yeah there are some there are some rule there are some rules in the u.s when it comes to uh providing gifts to other people it's not that you can't but i think there's Certain rules and stipulations you have to kind of look into before you you give too much to somebody else because it can be seen as a, an illegal kickback.
1: Yeah, well, what we, how we used to do it, Yeah, I, used to, I would always let a professional referrer know, I'm not giving you this gift for that patient. Because right. to me, that would be like, oh, if you send me 10, you get 10 bottles of whiskey. No, that's <laughs> not how I did things. But it'd be, I would give them something as a thank you for... The overall generosity, right. that they the support that they give my business. Yeah, so I agree with that. It shouldn't just be you give yeah. me this and I'll give you that. You give me this, I'll give you that. that. <laughs> no, no, that's not. Sort it's of just to be, be
0: more generalized, I just wanted to bring up that portion yeah. of it because uh, I think someone might be listening to this, like oh, like you know, you're kind of like doing this the math in your head. No, it's just like it's a token of your appreciation. And if you keep it that way, then it'd be okay.
1: Yeah, and it's no different. Like everybody knows themselves when it's what do they call It's the law of uh, reciprocity. When someone does something nice for you, you do something back. So that's how you end up building these working relationships. It's not a bribe. It's a thank you for the support. But I did i did have a doctor once where I dropped off a bottle of, the two doctors work this medical center. I dropped off two bottles of wine for them. And one of them actually rang me up and said, oh, Tyson, I really don't feel comfortable uh, that you gave me the bottle of wine just because I refer patients. I, I feel like that's a kickback. And that's exactly what he said. Oh, no, sorry, Michael. I didn't realize you felt that way. And uh, so I rang Peter, the other medical, the other doctor there who I was friends with and said, hey, Peter, did you get a bottle of wine? He goes, yeah, thanks for that. I said, oh, Michael doesn't want his. He goes, silly bastard, I'll take his. He said, can I have both of them? I said, yeah, you can have both. He goes, okay. It, it's how it's perceived from the person. So if that doctor sure. never sent anything else to me because I knew that made him feel uncomfortable. Whereas right. Peter did not have an issue with it at all. <laughs> he had no problem with it. But it's a good point that you bring up. Yeah. So the next point was always try and do quality over quantity. Cheaper items are fine as long as they're really, really useful. This metal water bottle that I have, I have no idea how much that costs to do. I don't think it would have been over-the-top expensive. But if they were relatively cheap, as long as the quality is still good, so it doesn't necessarily mean cheaper items can't also be of good quality, but as long as they're they're useful, unlike a key ring We don't want keyrings.
0: <laughs> Zero keyrings. Never oh, key ring There's all these
1: podiatrists out there. God damn! I just had another five thousand keyrings done. <laughs> <laughs> now the thing with swag too, it increases your uh, brand awareness. It keeps your practice, or your business, and the business name top of mind with your referrers and also with your patients. So that's why if if you can find something that they use every day. Now I have a stapler here that is just a brand name stapler but if you had a, a quality stapler done and that person then has it on their desk all the time and that's why when you walk into a lot of doctors clinics you will see branded items all over their desks because suppliers know if they give them something and it's useful and it stays in their eyesight on a regular basis it's going to be top of mind and there's more chance of actually getting referrals
0: yeah. Well, for my, for my clients or the podiatrists I work with, I generally provide a, in the past on Christmas, I've given the, these kind of Yeti coffee cups, you know, like a really quality oh, premium yeah. coffee cup and, uh, you know, something they can maybe fill up either at home or on the way and they just have it sitting in their office, you know, or in their clinic nook and they're drinking coffee all day and they have this podiatry growth, you know, really nice premium uh, cup with them that keeps the coffee nice and warm. So it is, yeah, it, Depending on who, that, you know, who you're uh, getting the swag for, uh, it can really be beneficial to provide something that is you know, a little bit more premium. So you do stay top of mind and something that you use on a consistent basis.
1: Well, when we first started working together and because I was doing so much work <laughs> in the early <laughs> stages, uh, you sent me two whiskey glasses and, and I use them all the time. And even though they're not engraved or <laughs> anything, but they are really, really nice whiskey glasses. And every time I have a whiskey out of it, and even though it doesn't have your name on it, I, every whiskey I have, I think of you when I'm doing it. <laughs>
0: well, yeah.
1: So if my you, if my liver ends up having a problem...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault. It's all my, go, I'm going to get your medical bills here. Is it's, you're trying it's, to it's get bloody glasses. Like <laughs>
1: glasses. If it wasn't how good those glasses are, <laughs> I wouldn't have kept drinking. But the other good part with certain swag too, if it's used on a daily basis and it's something that's practical, whether it's a, a T-shirt or whatever it is, is it's recognized by others when they see it. So it's not just top of mind with your with your patients and your referrers. If they're keeping it with them and they see it on a daily basis, it means other people are uh, are seeing it as well. The next point I want to make is just about with majority of swag, like you can get some really expensive swag or promotional items done. But majority of the time they're low cost and they they have a lasting impact. So conform if you compare it to other types of marketing, it, I think Swag is actually quite inexpensive. And once you have it out there, it does last a long time. It's like I picked this water bottle up from Dollar Cast, who are getting a bit of a promotion here. But I picked this water bottle up, they got it in June. This is now yeah 2024. So over six months, I've had this water bottle sitting on my desk that I use it constantly all the time. It's low cost but it has a lasting impact on me. Not that I need a dollar cast machine at the moment. But if somebody said to me, oh, can you think of a Shockwave machine? That's the first one that's going to pop in my head because I've been looking at it every day for six months. I'm not going to think about uh, any other one. Oh, the other part with swag as well is it does provide free advertising. Some people will definitely, uh, certain promotional items where you give them or, or swag, they will post it online. Like when we gave out wine bottles, there were a lot of times where people would post that image of, of the wine. And especially if, it, if it's got a, if a bit of humour to it. Because we would do these bottles of wine around Australia Day. And we'd say, it's yeah, the one time of the year, it's okay to wear thongs. Now, for <laughs> North Americans, that's on your feet. Not up your bum. <laughs> if you've listened to this enough times, you probably know the difference by now. If the items that you're giving out, the swag you're giving out is very useful, some people will even re-gift it to other people. They might not need it themselves. They might have uh, like, the coffee mug from Podiatry Growth that they sort of go, oh, yes, this thing is absolutely – this is my favourite one. But somebody else gives them another one, they go, oh, I like it, but not as good as Jim's. Yeah. So then they'll hand it off to somebody else. But it's it's still out and about. That's the thing. If it's a useful item – and that's – the part I want to keep getting back to on this, it's got to be useful. The more useful it is, the more it's going to get used, the, the more it will be seen. Swag is also versatile. You can theme certain products based on a particular event that you're doing or a product launch or a, or a service launch. That's why, that's how we did the golf balls because we used to do corporate golf days all the time. I would invite a few other people, a physio that I knew, a dietitian, a doctor, we'd all go and play golf together and I would give them the golf balls for the day. I said, I don't care how many you lose, but then I'd also, those golf balls, we would give them out uh, boxes of eight, I think it was, as part of the first, second and third prize for the golf day. And so tailor it to what you're doing. You know, like if you're doing tote bags or shirts with a funny slogan on it, think about where will they be used and and how can they be used. And you might even create something odd, like a, a squeaky dog toy. Something memorable, huh? Well, yeah, I've got one under here. The dog's not here at the moment. Oh, hang on a sec. <laughs> Hear that? Yeah, that's a squeaky dog yeah. toy that's under my desk. And the dog is probably now going nuts outside because I've just started playing <laughs> with this toy. But if you had a toy like that, that had your yeah, practice name on there, and the person's got a pet, every time that pet squeaks that toy, they're going to remember, oh, that was, yeah, pro arch podiatry, for example. So sometimes it can just be it don't have to be mainstream. But if you know someone's got a dog, the dog loves chewing on things, give them a squeaky toy.
0: Well, sometimes things that are a little unexpected can be more memorable, right? If you've gotten a pin from every business in, in town, it's uh the squeaky dog toy is gonna stand out. So therefore your your practice or you know, your referral will remember you a little bit better because it is a little bit, you know, off the beaten path.
1: Yeah, especially if it's a squeaky foot. Can you imagine a rubber squeaky foot? I'm sure somebody out there does rubber squeaky feet. That you could get your name put on there, and you every person, and you get a notice up in your reception. It says, "Do you have a dog that loves EA yeah, squeaky toys?" And that's all the question is. And patients will say, "Yeah, my dove, my dog." I suppose say dove, my dove, my dove loves squeaky toys. No, my dog <laughs> loves squeaky toys. And you go, okay, you put your hand, you pull one out from the box, and you give it to him. Now, they're going to take them every time that dog squeaks that foot, every time they see that foot, they're going to think of your podiatry business. There you go. I think that is the number one takeaway from this. Everyone needs to get some squeaky, squeaky feet.
0: <laughs> squeaky dog toys for the win on the podcast.
1: Squeaky feet. I love that. That is really good. And also, it's, your swag can be an alternative to just giving somebody a business card. You might, you might have a pocket full of squeaky feet. You're talking to people. Hey, do you have you ever been to a podcast conference?
0: I have not been to a podcast conference before, no.
1: Okay. So I went to Podcast Movement in 2019, I think it was 2018. There were 3,000 people there. Talk about swag. I, 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 <laughs> when I went to that conference, my wife said to me, Do not under any circumstances bring any more t shirts home. I said, I promise I won't buy any shirts. And I came home with nine shirts. And, <laughs> and she said, I thought you said no more shirts. I said, I didn't buy any of these. They were all given to me. Some of them, though, were absolutely spectacular. That They were just fantastic. And every time I put them on, I think of that company because the shirt was that memorable. So it's much better than a business card. For sure. And I think I've pretty much... Oh, the, the, just the last point I want to cover because I know we've gone on a, a fair bit. But it's, pretty, it's a big subject. Is It can also promote your company values. If you're quite environmentally uh, conscious, then you might you know, make your swag sort of reflect that. So for example, <laughs> we used to have proarch podiatry nail files. So you see you pull off that slippy thing there, you turn it around and oh, there's the naily bit. These were very popular uh, with our female patients. They loved them. But if you're you know right into the environment, you might get these made out of something that's biodegradable or it might be made out of bamboo. I know a dentist that was getting bamboo toothbrushes made because he said the plastic ones that he was getting from Colgate or whichever company was supplying them, well, that's fine, but they got bamboo ones done because it was better for the environment. I've seen uh, friends that got right against plastic straws because of them going up the noses of turtles. So they they developed these metal straws that were collapsible and it has your business name on there. I did have one around here somewhere. I was going to show it. I mean, I've got heaps of... Heaps of swag around all, all over over the place, and I just could be more prepared next time. But that was the last point. It's just it can really become part of your 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 business values if you're right into the environment. Then let your patients know that you've developed these things with the environment in mind. It's just not something that's gonna become landfill
0: I've been looking into business cards and some other you know promotional stuff as I go to some conferences and you're right there's a lot of different uh, environmentally friendly options out there these days so if you want something biodegradable or something that's you know, made of 95% recycled this or that or the other that's available now so yeah there's definitely a lot of options there
1: yeah and if you're doing that I think it's really important to let your patients know hey this shirt was made out of bamboo know, bamboo yeah it's a bamboo shirt and especially if you know, and this is where you've got to get to know who your clientele are and then match your swag to actually suit them. It's the same as with your referrers and it's the same with your team. And So I think you're going to have different swag for different people. I, I know people that own gyms, for example, or martial arts gyms. They've got certain clothing and swag that they, their members will wear, but their team has other swag that they have that looks slightly cooler than I think what the members get. <laughs> and I'll be trying to score one but it makes their but you see their team that's there and they have a really really good culture as well I don't know if anyone that's ever joined the gym they are over in Philadelphia Dragon gym give them a shout out and exton in Pennsylvania I'd never hear of them talking about team members leaving because I think they have such a great team culture but they also have a massive amount of swag that goes with their business and I've got a few of their shirts and other things in I love wearing the gear. Even even my wife says to me, "Geez, you look good in that shirt." So I will wear it more <laughs> Fantastic. often. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, Jim. I think I've just about covered that. Oh, but, it's, but like I said, it's one of those topics that I just absolutely love.
0: I can tell you're you're a swag t-shirt guy. You got to have that swag, and uh, it definitely brings the joy to your eye. I can I can see just uh, the yeah. way you're talking about it and the look in your eye right now. So
1: yeah, I'm a swag hoe. <laughs> <laughs> There's worse things, I
0: guess.
1: (laughs) Oh, it is. And I've got, I know some podiatrists. Yeah, Carly O'Donoghue, who's, a few people may have heard that name before, and who would know. And she just says the same thing. I just love swag. She says I just can't get enough of it. As long as, and then the more useful it is, the more, the more we like it. And I'm sure we're not the only ones.
0: Probably not.
1: Okay, Jim. I will, I look forward to talking to you next week.
0: What are we going to talk about next week anyway? We can do a prelude. What is it? (sighs) Prelude or an open loop? Uh Ooh, an open loop. It's gonna be something regarding photography. Oh, okay. I look forward to it. Okay, well, i'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, Tyson. Okay, see ya. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing.